Welcome back to the Innovator Podcast, the female entrepreneur series that dives into the stories of how women founders tackled hardship and difficulties to ultimately find success. My name is Erica Sullivan, and I am the host of the Innovator Podcast, and today I'm welcoming Julia Wynn. Julia is an author, rapid transformational therapist, and a life coach. She's obsessed with self-improvement and fascinated by the power of the mind. Her personal mission is to help people realize their full potential and reach higher levels of fulfillment and consciousness. Through her work as a hypnotherapist, she helps her clients to overcome issues like addiction, depression, lack of confidence, and many more. Julia, welcome to the Innovator Podcast. Hi, Julia. Thank you so much for coming on today. We are so excited to have the opportunity to talk with you a little bit about the Dream Life Foundation. My first question is if you can start us at the very beginning, what was your early life like and how has your story evolved to get you where you are today? Hi, Erica. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, So going into my story, basically, I grew up in a small town called Albuquerque in New Mexico. And um, my family was like first generation from Vietnam. So our family grew up uh, quite poor, I would say. Um, We were kind of on like food stamps. And my mom was a single mother taking care of three kids. So um, it wasn't the worst upbringing, but we definitely like didn't have everything that, um, you know, we wanted. It was always like we had what we needed. And that was it. When I was a child, everything was fine. But starting in like middle school, I kind of developed depression. And that kind of um, took over my life up until I was um, in my early 20s. And I started doing some self development. And basically, um, when you look at my childhood versus now, it's been like a complete 360 shift because, you know, now I have my own business where I'm able to help other people with depression, anxiety, and, you know, other things in general. So um, it's a pretty beautiful story, I would uh, like to say, just because, you know, I think that a lot of people go through a lot in their life. And when you can see that people are able to go through a hard time and still, you know, make these wonderful, beautiful changes and help other people. I think that's like a really great story to share. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, being a first generation here in the United States and from Vietnam, I can't even imagine what kind of experiences you had to go through because that is definitely one, a culture shift. And two, your mom being a single mother, having to raise three kids. Do you think you get a lot of your strength from your mom and being able to see what she did? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, you know, she was here by herself being a single mother and she was always extremely independent. So I think that's a wonderful, um, you know, skill that I developed from her basically modeling her throughout, you know, everything she did in her life as well. So definitely. So when we first connected with you, you were in the Canary Islands. So are you living there? Is that, you know, a quarantine situation due to COVID-19? Yeah, so I've actually been living here for the last three months, and I was actually supposed to head back to the U.S. today, um, but because of the whole quarantine situation, I decided to stay for an additional month. Um, But yeah, it's pretty crazy out here. We're on a strict lockdown where, you know, there's police on the streets, and they're making sure that everyone stays inside. You can't walk with more than one person. You can only, like, go grocery shopping in the pharmacy, and, like, that's it. So it's definitely no secret that the world is, you know, kind of in a weird place right now. So what is one thing that you're doing to ensure 
there stays a sense of normalcy in your life amid everything with COVID-19. And, um, you know, kind of a follow-up question for that. Have you seen this affect your work? Are more people coming to you, experiencing this thing that we've never had happen probably in our lifetime? Yeah, so I think, um, I mean, there's two sides to that, obviously. Um, COVID-19 is, you know, obviously a negative situation in itself, like collectively and globally, and it's affecting everyone, um, you know, whether it's like the economy or, you know, even your mental health status, basically. Um, I think although it is affecting us negatively, a lot of people are forced to stay at home and kind of look within. So this opens up the opportunity to learn about themselves, to you know, look within and do some exploration as well as learning in this time where you have so much downtime, you know, I think collectively, we definitely needed it as well. So, you know, maybe all these people who have been burnt out by work and not had time to like spend with their family, now they have that opportunity to do that. So for me, trying to make things normal is basically, you know, keeping like a routine and a schedule. So Mm -hmm. I kind of, you know, try to meditate every day, do a little bit of like exercising, Um, I read a lot, so I'm really using this time to learn a lot and, you know, also going within, like exploring things that I like, things that I don't like, like what new hobbies can I pick up, what new skill can I learn, you know, this is a great time to, um, you can actually be productive at home if you force yourself, you know, (laughs) it doesn't have to be like Netflix and binging all day, although those days are also necessary. Yeah, definitely. I saw this thing on Instagram, you know, there are a couple different memes and stuff that are going viral just because everyone's been at home and on their phone. And they're like, if you want to take this time and binge an entire season of Netflix, you do that. If you want to take this time to build and expand and learn and grow, you do that. But do what works best for you. Don't base it off of what other people are doing and make you feel bad about yourself. Figure out what works for you. If still being Mm -hmm. in a routine allows you to thrive, then do it. If you need to change things up, then do it. And I think that's so important right now is that we're all going to adjust so differently. Some of us are going to thrive Mm -hmm. in this environment and other people are going to have a very hard time staying motivated and successful. But it's figuring out what works for you and understanding that we're probably going to be in this time for a while now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, like you said, you know, everyone kind of processes everything differently. So they're going to base that on their own individual needs. And there's no right answer of how to deal with this situation for anyone. You know, you kind of just have to look at it um, from your own perspective and do what's best for you. So that kind of allows us to segue into the Dream Life Foundation. Can you tell us a little bit about when the Dream Life Foundation was founded and what inspired you to launch your own company? I founded the Dream Life Foundation last year, um, early uh, in 2019, around the same time. And basically, um, at that time, I was working as a psychiatric nurse, and um, I worked with mental health in general already. So, you know, uh, psychology has been something I've always been passionate about. And I, um, you know, I was working at this clinic where I continued to see people who would come in for depression and they would have like a quick fix from the treatment, but eventually they would come back within two to three weeks time. And so to me, it was like, okay, so we're using medications to help these patients get better. However, um, we're not fixing the root cause of the problem. So how can I be more effective at helping these people you know, releasing um, the depression or anxiety or whatever it is that they're going through. 
So that kind of led me to think like, okay, so what is my mission in life and what is my purpose? What do I want to create in this lifetime and how do I want to help other people? That's kind of when I got started with looking at different life coaching programs as well as therapy programs. And that's when I found uh, rapid transformational therapy. And so I use RTT as part of my practice, but the Dream Life Foundation is based on the fact that, you know, everyone has this dream life that they want to create and it's helping them realize that you can create this dream life as long as you put effort and work into it. So there's a foundational aspect to creating your dream life, which starts with your mindset. And also, I have a lot of goals that come with the company. So another side of it is also giving back and helping other people who need this help. And my passion has always been to help um, children with cancer. So finding a way to use some of the monetary gains that I get from my services and using that to contributing to these organizations where I can help children have a dream day as well. I've always been drawn to social entrepreneurship where you have the opportunity to give back to something greater than yourself. Exactly. So you talked a little bit about this rapid transformational theory, and it's something that you highlight a lot on your website as well. So can you take us through what exactly that is and why your services really evolve around this therapy? Yeah, so rapid transformational therapy is a therapy that combines hypnotherapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, and neurolinguistic programming. So it contains all of the like really wonderful aspects of a variety of different modalities. And I think what makes it really powerful is that it works uh, really effectively to work with the subconscious mind. So basically the process of how it works is I would guide a client into hypnotherapy and when a client is under hypnosis, they're more prone to suggestions and able to accept suggestions. And basically what I'm doing is I'm helping them reframe any negative beliefs that they have in their mind. And then I have them listen to this recording that I make for them for 21 days, which is to help reingrain these new thought patterns. So it's basically a combination of all the different modalities I mentioned earlier, but it has this like unique aspect to it that it works pretty effectively because you're using so many different techniques together, but you're also helping them build a routine and a habit with the therapy as well. That's so fascinating because you think about people who have these negative thoughts in the back of their mind, and sometimes they don't even realize how it's affecting their day-to-day -day life. So really yeah. using this form of therapy to go in and replace that negativity with positivity is so fascinating to me. I think this is so, so cool. And, you know, I didn't go to school for this, so I don't really understand it to the same extent you are. And the fact that you keep saying it starts with your mindset and training your mind to get into a routine is very similar to your daily routine as a person. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I think for my personal story, like of suffering from depression, like for many years, my most dominant thoughts were negative ones. And for a long time, I didn't really have that awareness. I'm repeating these in my head and like all day, every day. And so, you know, when you're repeatedly thinking these thoughts, you're basically creating a neuro connection and reinforcing that neuro connection, as well as developing a habit. So over time, you're going to rely on those negative thoughts to feel like a sense of normalcy. So when you're trying to change, it's really hard. But what I really learned through reading like The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that book. And um, that kind of started my journey with healing myself, which is connecting with the present moment 
and dissociating from your thoughts. So that's why I think meditation is really important because it helps take you a step back from your thoughts and you're not so attached to them emotionally. And when you can have that sense of awareness and kind of step back, you can kind of realize, you know, I'm this person that's not my thoughts. Those thoughts might not even be real. I'm kind of just making this up in my head. And the more you repeat it, the more you're going to believe it, right? Um, your subconscious mind kind of works in a way where it doesn't know what's real or fake. So if you continue to think negative thoughts, it's going to believe that's real. If you continue to think positive thoughts, it's going to think that's real. So it kind of works that way. And that's why the therapy, like you can go in and help them see whatever they're going through in a different light and then also free them from that negative perspective. You have dozens of positive testimonials on your website and 41,000 followers on Instagram. So what do you think you're doing differently from other transformation coaches that really set you apart and has people seeking you out? I think my biggest thing is, you know, I do all of my work with my heart and I really put, you know, my heart and all of my energy into it and also from my personal experience. So I think like this relatable uh, relatability factor to clients helps really draw them in. Because when you work with a therapist, you kind of want to work with someone who has an idea of what you've gone through. So that makes me more relatable to the clients. But also, I think that I put so much love and energy into it that people also like kind of feel that as well. And I think in general, it's like when you're vibrating at a certain level, you attract certain type of people. So I think that also works for me as well. So on Instagram, you quoted one of my biggest idols, Marie Forleo, um, and her quote, the key to success is to start before you are ready. Um, so can you expand upon this quote and how it's personally affected your life journey? I always believe that, you know, you can't always plan everything out and think everything out perfectly to the T. You kind of just have to take the leap and go for it. So that quote is exactly that. Start before you're ready because, you know, when you get started, you start to build momentum. And that's what, you know, success kind of builds up on is like momentum. It's you consistently taking action every single day. So how that quote has impacted my life is honestly, I'm one of those people who I always like jump before I think about things. Of course, there are times where it's negative as well. However, when it comes to business, you know, it's like you have to be willing to take that leap and take the risk of failure to get to where you want to be. Because if you don't take that risk, you're going to be standing still. And you can always hide behind your fears and all of these negative thoughts about failing. But if you stay stuck there, then you won't move forward. So um, how that quote has impacted my life personally is actually last year when I started the Dream Life Foundation. I also decided to move to Barcelona for the next year. And that's how I ended up here in the Canary Islands. So I basically left my career as a nurse, started my own company, and then moved across the world to Barcelona. And I kind of had no idea what was going to happen the entire process, but I was like, I'm going for it. I don't care what happens and everything will unfold the way it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love last week when I spoke with Sarah Minix, she mm -hmm. talked about how, you know, she was out of college and she knew she wanted to start a boutique. So what she did is her and her boyfriend packed up and they moved to Charlotte, North Carolina. And they said, we just figured out, you know, we had to get comfortable with the uncomfortable and it felt like the right move for us at that time. So we just decided to do it because they yeah. said they spend so much time saying why why wouldn't it work you know yeah. why shouldn't we do it 
And they mm -hmm. said they really didn't have a good reason not to. So they made the leap and then they adjusted. So I think being comfortable with the uncomfortable is so important for entrepreneurs, business owners, innovators. One of my favorite podcasts is Skinny Confidential. Mm -hmm. Absolutely love them. Yeah. Um, and what they say is to launch quick and then readjust. So exactly. you, can, you can spend so much time thinking about, okay, how do I make this the perfect business? What do I need to do? But until you launch, you really aren't sure of exactly how the business needs to pivot to meet what your clients need. Yeah. Yeah. So I think with, um, you know, anything, especially entrepreneurship, it's basically like, once you get started, you're learning along the way. But even that applies, like when I was a nurse, it was the same thing. I went to nursing school, I learned all the theory, everything um, behind why we do what we do. But when I was a brand new nurse, I was like, oh, crap, I really don't know anything. Like now I have to learn. So um, it's just this whole learning process. You know, everything you do, you have to start at the beginning and you learn along the way. So I think, you know, a lot of people get stuck behind the idea that, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how to do it, but it doesn't matter because most people start somewhere and they don't know, you know, how things are going to play out. And honestly, things never work out the way you plan it to, but it yeah. happens for you anyways, you know? Mm -hmm. So you kind of just have to go out there and just be willing to put your faith that things will work out anyways. And I think that's the most powerful thing. And that's what drove me to, you know, move across the world and start my own journey as an entrepreneur as well. So I'm curious, what was it like living in Barcelona? I kind of have a, a jealousy right now. <laughs> um, Barcelona is amazing. It's an incredible city to live in. It's very vibrant, very lively. Um, there's fiestas going on all the time. The wine's really cheap. The food's great. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and the architecture, of course. Barcelona is all about the architecture, but also the beach, the people. Overall, it's just a very vibrant city to live in. And, um, you know, growing up in the States and moving to Europe, I was just in shock and in awe. I loved it. Did you experience any culture shock going from the States over? Yeah, definitely. I would say the biggest culture shock is that everything starts really, really late. Um, people don't wake up until like noon or 2 p.m. And I'm one of those people who I'm a morning person up at seven o'clock in the morning and then I go to bed at like you know 10 o'clock at night or whatever and when I moved to Barcelona like I would text my new friends like hey what are you doing at like maybe 10 in the morning and I don't get a response until 2 p.m. <laughs> and um and they also start dinner very late They'll go to dinner at nine or ten o'clock and then they don't go to the nightclubs until like one in the morning and by that time I'm like no I'm out I'm dead <laughs> <laughs> I'm the exact same way I am a an early riser, an early to bed kind of girl. I'm always up normally by like seven working on something. And then by 10 p.m., I am ready to turn it in. I'm done for the day. Exactly. Yeah. So you talked a lot about, you know, your daily routine and like an importance of having a routine. So can you walk us through? I know there's no like normal day in your life, but is there anything that, you know, stays true from day one to day two? Yeah, I would say meditation. Um, I think that's really how I keep my sanity. And it's been one of the most influential things in my life, um, especially overcoming depression and things like that. So with meditation, um, why I rave about it so much is basically like, if you're in this constant negative state, or stress, you have to find a way to kind of release that stress and negative state. So if you start off your morning by meditating, even if it's just five to 10 minutes, you're setting up your day for success, right? So when you start off in this calm, easy state, if something negative happens 
during the day, it's not going to affect you as much as if you didn't meditate, you know, because most of us kind of wake up, we get on our phones, then we're rushing to get to work or making breakfast, whatever it is. But if you just spend a few minutes for yourself in the morning, it really helps center you for the rest of the day. So how long do you normally meditate in the morning? Is there a standard time? Yeah, it kind of varies for me anywhere from 10 minutes to like an hour, depending on my mood or whatever. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I really have stuff to do other times, especially now when, you know, we have a lot of downtime, I can sit there and meditate for a lot longer. And um, I do guided meditations as well, which is helpful if you're like a new person to meditation. And that is always helpful. Just out of curiosity, have you ever done guided visualizations before? Yeah, so um, I do them, like, have I done it myself or for other people? (laughs) Either one. I'm obsessed with them. One of my friends is a yoga instructor, and whenever I feel stressed out, she'll walk me through a guided meditation, like either walking in a forest or like on a hike or something just to calm my mind. Yeah, so I do both, Um, you know, for hypnosis, because there's a lot of stigma around it, I kind of like to explain to people like hypnosis is basically just a mentally relaxed state. It's kind of like a meditative state where you're um, in this like theta brainwave state where you're just really relaxed. And that's why you're um, easily able to accept positive suggestions. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I do um, guided hypnotherapy sessions. I actually have some on my website. Um, If you're interested, you can always take a look at them or listen to them. I'm going to link to that um, in the show notes so people can check it out because I just think that's so fascinating and, you know, such an easy way to make sure you get into a calm, more zen state, especially if people are stressed out in quarantine right now. Um, So what is a book, a resource, a podcast that you love and want to share with the audience? I know you've already mentioned a couple books, but I want to make sure that I get them down so people can check them out. Yeah, so I would say the most powerful book for me is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. So this book is all about being in the present moment and, um, you know, not being attached to your thoughts, living in the past or worrying about the future. And he also has another really great book called A New Earth, which uh, talks more about the ego and how, you know, our lives are um, so focused on the ego, like satisfying our needs that this is what kind of causes us pain and um, suffering. So those are two really great books I like to listen to. Um, I also really like Marie Forleo. She has a lot of great resources on her website. And um, additionally, I'm actually finishing my book launch this next month. It's called Awaken the Hero Within. So it's a book about um, self-development as well as my journey overcoming depression, but it has practical exercises for people to learn how to take control of their negative thoughts and belief system so they can kind of like change their life. Yeah, you're going to need to let us know when that launches. That's so exciting. Yeah, thank you. I'm super excited about it. We'll have to keep in touch so I can let everyone know when that when that launches. So lastly, where can the audience find you? Yeah, so you can find me on um, Instagram. My uh, link is iHeartJulie. It's I-H-3-A-R-T-J-U-L-I-E. And my website is www.thedreamlifefoundation.com. Well, perfect. Thank you so much for coming on today. I hope everyone learned something new. I mean, I know that I'm definitely going to go look for those guided meditations and things like that. I think this is so fascinating and I'm sure the audience will as well. So thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Innovator Podcast. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a five-star review. If you know someone that would be a perfect fit for this podcast that I should interview, please email me at theinnovatorpod at gmail.com. Please take care of one another and practice social distancing, and we'll see you next week on The Innovator Podcast.